Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. From Transport Topics in Washington, D.C., this is Road Signs. Here is your host, Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening to Road Signs, the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. In this episode, we're going to explore business process outsourcing in the trucking and logistics industry. Over the years, some transportation companies have decided to hand off processes such as freight billing, document management, and call center support to a third party so they can focus instead on their core business of moving freight. But how can companies determine if outsourcing certain business functions is the right fit for their operations? And if so, how can they manage that transition? We'll set out to answer those questions in this episode. But before we begin, I'd like to invite you to keep up to date on this topic and other important industry issues by subscribing to Transport Topics at ttn.ws slash ttsubscribe. You can also text ttsubscribe to 571-622-0001. And now, to learn more about business process outsourcing in the freight transportation industry, I'm excited to welcome Chad Crotty, Vice President of Sales at DDC FPO Solutions. Thanks for joining us, Chad. Glad to be with you, Seth. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, really glad to have you on the podcast to talk about business process outsourcing in the trucking and logistics industry. And of course, at DDC FPO, you're helping your customers handle processes such as freight billing, you know, especially in the LTL sector, as well as call center support, sales support, uh, other examples of uh, uh, process outsourcing to support your customers. Uh, just from your experience, Chad, how do transportation companies evaluate how and where they might benefit from outsourcing those types of business processes rather than just handling them in-house? Well, as you can imagine, there's a number of different reasons why a, a transportation logistics provider would choose to outsource. For some of the larger companies, they're looking to um, reduce headcount, reduce costs. Um, you know, small, medium-sized carriers are looking to free up resources. Uh, or if they're in growth mode, they're looking for scale, uh, flexibility when people take vacations, time off, things like that. So uh, there's a variety of reasons, but it, it comes back to the fact that uh, the things that we do for the transportation companies, it, it's not a core focus of their business. Their, their core focus is to move freight. And, um, you know, our focus is to act as a support team for them to help them get that freight moving as efficiently as possible. Uh, for sure. And then they can really concentrate on, you know, their core mission, you know, which, as you said, is, is moving freight. That's right. Uh, now, when you, on, yeah, when you onboard a customer, you know, that wants to outsource, you know, say, freight bill processing, for example, uh, just how much setup work goes into that, you know, into actually handing over that business fun function? Just walk us through that process. What does it take from you know, inter you know company that's interested in doing this to actually executing it? Sure. Well, I can tell you over the years, it's it's gotten a lot easier. We've streamlined that process quite a bit just from doing it over and over again. We've developed a set of best practices. So typically what we'll do is we 
we want to get some information from the carrier that we're working with on what their current systems and processes are like today, uh, what some of their pain points are so we can make sure to address those. And then we'll go through a period of discovery and testing uh, where we where we do a deep dive uh, into uh, what, what they're currently doing, how they do it, what the turnaround times are, uh, how they access their system, how they navigate their system. All of those things are going to play into uh, what our costs will be in terms of when we uh, provide those resources for, uh, for their team. So we'll go through that process. Once we have a good understanding, we'll do our costing and then come back with a proposal. So it's, you know, it's a few week process, generally speaking. Okay. But it's really not uh, you know, that long of a process to, to really get up and, and running. No, it's not. I mean, it really, for us, a lot of the delay is just the carrier has a number of different things they're trying to deal with at once. And we're just one of those things. So a lot of times we can move as fast as the, as the carrier can. Um, and, you know, if we need to slow down, we can, but, we're, we're pretty flexible. We can do it pretty quickly. Now, historically, DDC-FPO has focused on LTL, you know, the less than truckload market uh, for the most part. But of course, you've expanded into other areas as well uh, over the years, you know, especially recently. So uh, just how well have some of the services you've offered to your LTL customers translated to other segments of the freight transportation industry? And, and just tell us how you see that the needs are different in different sectors of the, of the industry. Sure. So, you know, I... For those that, that are familiar with DDC, we've historically been a transactional company uh, revolving around data capture, data processing uh, for over 30 plus years. And so processing freight bills was, uh, was, was a great area for us to, to focus on for 15 years, um, primarily because the carriers are still heavily laden in paperwork and uh, they still had a need uh, the time when billing is done is it's late hours. It's hard to find people in some of those remote locations where their terminals are or their offices are. So uh, it was a good opportunity for us to get in and grow. Um, but since that, uh, since that is kind of, I'd say, leveled out, uh, we realized that we needed to branch out into other areas. And some of those other areas revolve more around customer care. Uh, you know, track and trace, that type of thing, processing PODs, pulling information from carrier websites, uh, anything related to voice, non-voice, uh, talk, text, chat, email, social media response handling, basically supplying the agents to do some of those ancillary functions for carriers. And then also uh, inside sales for uh, lead generation, lead qualification. Um, so those really translate into any industry. I mean, everybody needs sales, everybody needs uh, customer service. So those are those were areas that we saw that were growing uh, in particular with the, not just LTL, but in the brokerage space. Um, so that's where we decided to, to uh, leverage and I'd say in the last three years, we've been, we've been growing that, that space. Okay, well, thanks for that overview. And um, you know, of course, your company has also been moving into the technology space uh, lately with the uh, uh, launch of your mobile app, DDC Sync, uh, just last year. Um, in fact, when we uh, met face to face earlier this year at Manifest, you you described this app as a, a way to address you know, really the weak link for freight billing and documentation. You know, as the way you put it, you know, at the time was you know the industry is now you know largely digital on the front end and on the back end, but that weak link is often when the paperwork is actually printed out and handed over to the driver. Uh, so how does the mobile app start to address that 
issue that that weak link in the chain yeah that's a that's a good description seth um so basically you know i think everybody that has been in, in the transportation industry in the last decade has heard a lot of discussion around uh, an ebol uh, which is an electric bit digitizing the the bill of lading right so um, for any of us that have any understanding of how the transportation industry works, uh, I use the analogy that you can't get five people in a room to agree on one thing. How are you going to get tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people to agree on one format uh, to digitize between shippers, carriers, brokers, things like that? So um, for us, the creation of DDC Sync was a way for, uh, for us to automate the billing process as much as possible without having carriers having to go out and ask their customers to do anything differently to, to have to change their current process so i i agree that someday down the road there will be an ebol but i i think it's we're still a long way out from that so ddc sync closes that gap and uses not just image capture but we have ocr that runs behind the application that will read the image for legibility and then uh, we will be later this year applying OCR extraction. So we will be able to pull that information and populate it into the correct field into the carrier system. Uh, so we've, we've had quite a bit of testing done on that uh, in the last, I'd say, year and a half. We're getting pretty close. Um, so that's, that's where we're going with this, not just taking a picture to create a record, but to actually process from that bill and, in fact, be able to put the information into the system and have Intel to give more proactive planning. Hello, Roadside listeners. Dan Ronan here from Transport Topics. I'm here to tell you about our new extended cuts of the Road Signs podcast. If you like what you learn here, I think you're going to really love this. So what is the Road Signs extended cut? Well, instead of ending the recording and saying our guest farewells, we're keeping our expert guests around for an extra one or two questions to gather a deeper, fuller picture of the influential topics in transportation. We capture that insight and convert it into a printable download that will help you navigate the latest trucking trends and guide your next business decision. Considering the easy, linkable, and printable format, you can keep the extended cut for your next big meeting, send it to your friends and colleagues, or pack it up for your next big conference. So how do you get the latest download? Well, it's real simple. Visit ttn.ws forward slash extended cut. That's ttn.ws forward slash extended cut. You know, of course, when a, a driver takes an image of a document, uh, another benefit, of course, is the, the back office can access that right away. Uh, so just how much does that play into uh, improving visibility in the back office and improving decision making, you know, just having that information you know, at your fingertips sooner? Right. So there have been a lot of carriers that have kind of moved in this direction. We're not the only ones to, to have done that. But I can tell you as a as a uh, provider of freight billing services for the industry for the last you know 17 years, we've looked at some of these images that were coming through and the reject rate was relatively high, uh, in some cases as much as 30%. So what that, what that meant to us is that we lost revenue because if we had to reject the image because we can't process from it, then you know, that means we can't collect the money for that, right? So 
for us, um, it was about creating a solution that limited that reject rate to reduce that reject rate to as low as possible so that we can we can recover that uh, recover those costs. Um, so what we found is um, by focusing on the quality of the image, uh, by applying the OCR technology, we've been able to reduce that reject rate to, in some cases, less than 1%. Um, so what that means is when the driver is out on the road, uh, he can be confident that when he, he or she can take a picture of that bill, they're going to get a check mark within seconds knowing that that bill was captured, it's legible, and we can process from it. Uh, they can get on the road, and we don't have to worry about taking that bill back to the office uh, to be scanned. So along with the image capture, you also have all the metadata that's applied to that image. So you've got the location, the time, you've got uh, you know which driver it was. Uh, so there's a lot of other information that gets tied to that. So it actually becomes better than the actual piece of paper once you take a picture of that bill. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And you know, I, I do want to dive in a, a little bit further into you know, some of your previous comments on you know moving to add you know optical character recognition, you know, OCR. Uh, you know, right now drivers you know can use the app to you know, again capture you know high quality images of paper bills of lading, and uh, you know then the back office can you know key in that information. But when you add the OCR element, you know to automatically extract the data and auto populate it in the carrier system. Uh, I think that really does uh, you know, take it to the next level. So just tell us a little bit more about how that will work and how much more automated can this process get? So what we found when we started doing our testing on this, um, you know, there were a, a lot of providers out there, which they all have image capture as part of their solution. Um, what you what you would get is they, they would take a picture and there'd be there'd be a shadow or the paperwork would be you know, scrunched up or they'd have their thumb on the, on the pro number or something like that. So uh, we've built into the solution, the ability to train the driver, how to consistently take a good image every single time through that training. Um, we're able then to do a much better job of capturing the information through OCR. So if we, if we've trained the driver, how to properly take a good image, then we know that we can also, improve our our capture rate so right now we're looking at about uh, a 60 percent capture rate um, with a pretty high confidence so what that means is about 60 percent of the information off of that freight bill will automatically get extracted and put into the carrier system without anybody having to do anything so on on the on the billing side of that billers then become validators or verifiers so instead of doing manual data entry, you know, key punching that whole bill, you're just going through looking at what fields were captured and verifying that it's correct. And then anything that wasn't, you're, uh, you're just filling in that information. So that, that cuts your cost significantly. For sure, a lot of efficiency to gain there. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, again, this kind of this move toward digitization which of course has been a trend for, for many years now, not just in transportation, but really our, our whole society. But you know, that being said, there's still a lot of paperwork in the freight transportation industry. And uh, you, know, you did touch on you know, the interest in electronic bills of lading. 
you know, we saw that really uh, you know, a, a spike in interest during the early days of the pandemic as a way to you know reduce physical contact. You know, in the early, in the uh, call it the early to mid you know twenty twenty range, uh, but it's still very much in the the early adoption stage. You know, at best. So, uh, you know, just how long do you think it will take for something like uh, EBOL to to really catch on? And, and what are, again, what are the challenges to, to making that a reality at some point in the future? Uh, well, I mean, it, I think for a lot of the big players out there, you know, big shippers, um, that's probably closer than, than the rest of the, uh, the shippers out there. But you've got a lot of mom and pops that do things the old way. A lot of our customers are still, uh, you know, mom and pop shops and they, they like to do things their way. They like to do things with a, you know, a handshake and, uh, you know, handing a piece of paper to, to their driver. So it's going to take a, a very long time for, I'd say the majority of the population to, to wrap their mind around the fact that we're going to move to one type of format for everybody. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a slow, gradual transition. If you think of if you think of a giant ship with a tiny little rudder, um, how long it would take for that ship to turn? That's that's the process that we're that we're talking about. It's a glacial pace, right? So we're probably talking about, I'd say, another ten years before we actually can come come to agree on a standard EBOL. Um, it just that's just the reality of it. It's not that we can't do it. We certainly can do it, but it's just getting everybody to agree on it. And uh, of course, you know DDC being, uh, uh, of course, uh, such a focus company, so focused on data capture. Uh, I wanted to ask you sort of this, this just a broad question about um, sort of this just overwhelming amount of data that trucking and logistics companies can now access. You know, I, I just remember just in my time covering the industry, the conversation increasingly shifting from just accessing the information to figuring out how to extract you know, meaningful information and insights from that sea of information and, and really translating it into uh, true business improvements. Uh, so just from your perspective, Chad, how can companies effectively sift through all the information they're, they're gathering these days and really put that data to use? It's a great question. Um, so we, we have an analytics group. Uh, we've been looking at a lot of this uh, because it, as you know, there's data everywhere. Uh, we're all swimming in data and it, it's hard to understand how to use it. Uh, what's the best way to use it? Where do we pull it from? Where do we put it when we, when we need it? Um, so what I've, what I've been hearing in the industry and what we've been looking at is being able to, to take the, the most useful information, populate that into a dashboard of some sort to give more uh, descriptive analytics or prescriptive analytics so that you can do something with the information that you're uh, that, that you're looking to review. So it's again, you have to pinpoint where your where your issues are, what information you're looking for, and how to use that information uh, to help you run your business better. Yeah, that seems to be the you know likely a you know a big theme or a big trend that we're going to see in the coming years. And you know, speaking of the future, I always like to end on a you know, kind of a uh, crystal ball question, you know, so Chad, I'll do the same with you here. And uh, just act, I'd like to ask you to, to look forward 10 years from now. Uh, how do you see, you know, business process outsourcing and, you know, business intelligence uh, in our industry uh, expanding during the next de decade? And, and what do you think our industry will look like 
know, 10 years from now? That's a great question. I think, you know, what we'll see uh, over the next 10 years is a lot more adoption around uh, robotic process automation. We'll see a lot more uh, technology in the trucks uh, in terms of, uh, I don't know if we'll see driverless trucks anytime soon, but you'll certainly see uh, trucks that, that can do a lot more right now, a lot more 10 years from now than, than they could today. And a lot of that has to do with uh, you know, GPS, cameras, sensors, things like that. Um, you'll see a lot more technology being used uh, in terms of the BPO space as, as well. If we are able to apply OCR extraction and automate some of those manual processes, uh, that, that's, that's uh, going to be a big win for, for the industry as a whole. I think also you'll, you'll start to see uh, some automation in terms of the use of chatbots for carriers that uh, that you know have chat on their website. Um, we won't have people necessarily doing that stuff. You'll have through AI, you'll have chatbots that are keeping communication with customers. So those are some of the things that I think we'll see in the next ten years, and it could be even sooner than that. Yeah, well, certainly it's going to be fascinating to watch. I think, and uh, you know, certainly has been. Uh... Uh, a constantly changing and, and fast pace uh, of change in, in our industry the last 10 years. And I fully expect that to continue, if not accelerate in the, in the next 10 years. So, you know, I think that's a, a great stopping point, uh, Chad. So we'll, we'll leave it there. You know, thanks again for joining the podcast and sharing your insights. Thanks, Seth. I appreciate it. Did you know you can ask Alexa to open transport topics? In just one minute, you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day. Be prepared and start your morning off right with Transport Topics. Before we close, let's take a moment to revisit our original questions. How can companies determine if outsourcing certain business functions is the right fit for their operations? And if so, how can they manage that transition? As we've heard during this episode, outsourcing business processes such as freight billing can help transportation companies operate more efficiently and focus their attention on their core competency, moving freight. At the same time, trucking and logistics companies can gain data-driven business insights and benefit from the technology available from their industry partners. Over the years, the trucking industry's ecosystem of service and technology providers has expanded significantly. While it's important for companies to find the right partners and technologies that fit their specific business, it's clear that working with outside partners can help companies fine-tune their operations and ultimately improve efficiency and service levels for their customers. If you've enjoyed this episode of Road Signs, please let others know. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If my questions have sparked questions of your own, share them with me and the Road Signs team. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. Also, let us know how we did by texting TT Survey to 571 6220001 and of course we'll be back soon with a fresh episode of road signs until then i'm seth clevenger thank you for listening want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money well i've got the podcast for you i'm sean piles and i host nerd wallets smart money podcast our show features our team of nerds personal finance experts in credit cards banking investing and more and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.